No, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. <laughs> Alright guys and gals, this is Smash Tower, that's right, I am back, and it's another week, and we are moving closer and closer to uh, Game On Expo, we are, what, weeks, I can say weeks, just short of months away, and there are several things that I'm excited about, I want to um, definitely check out uh, some of the people that are going to be there. I want to meet, possibly um, get a picture with um, some specific individuals. We are whopping 46 days away from Game On Expo, so I know I'm excited. Game On Expo is the largest Arizona uh, digital gaming convention. Uh, it will be at the Phoenix uh, Comic Con or Phoenix uh, Convention Center. Jeez, I'm, I'm still got Comic-Con stuck on my head. I love going to conventions, so, you know, it's very easy for that to happen. So, um, but Game On Expo is definitely one of the special ones. I like going. Uh, there's some definitely games that you can play. There's games that you can check out. There are new game designers. I mean, seriously. Uh, and if I remember correctly, I don't, I don't know if they're doing it this year or not. They used to have a, a tabletop. Uh, area sectioned off so you can even do some tabletop gaming if you really want to now as of now because of um, covid and because that i'm pretty much limited to the state of arizona since i don't have any sponsors um, we are coming very close to the end of my season so many of the podcasts after um, sabo which is in september will pretty much just be building up for next year and talking about TV shows and movies and such that I've seen and, and my opinion on them. And that's kind of what today is going to be a little bit about. Now, some of the shows that I've been watching, um, some of them you might know, some of them you might love. Um, and I don't know. I've, I've got three that I'm going to talk about. Um, Star Trek, uh, Strange New Worlds. I love this show. To be honest, I think I like it better than the original Star Trek with Spock and, and uh, Kirk. Um, you know, William Shatner did a, James, uh, did a great job for uh, Captain Kirk, but uh, to be honest, I, there are certain little quirks about uh, William Shatner that I was just not excited about. Well, Captain Pike has quirks also, but uh, he has a sense of humor. And I really enjoy his sense of humor. Now, I have watched him in um, in several different shows, and I've enjoyed him in almost every one that I've ever seen. Um, but um, having him on uh, Strange New Worlds was definitely the A-plus choice that they needed to do. Um, the new Spock uh, is all right. Uh, he does a good job, so I have no problems with him. Uh, I am excited of, of about Ahura's character. Uh, Ahura does a phenomenal job 
in this and I get a kick out of the fact that she's just like a young ensign actually she's not even an ensign I think she's just a cadet still but she's such a talented cadet that she gets to serve on the Enterprise so uh, this is kind of interesting and it's kind of cool and I just saw a recent article about how uh, old Star Trek um, was filmed um, without um, a lot of flags and tooting of their own horns about um, putting Uhura uh, in navigation con control uh, when another character had to run off and go down to fire control. Um, now, Uhura, the character Uhura, I, I think is going to be a mainstay in this, sh um, in this show. And I have a fascination with uh, Nurse Chapel in this. Nurse Chapel's character is a, a, a rebel. Um, she is definitely um, different. She's like non-Starfleet or she's Starfleet with an edge. And I really enjoy her character. And I'm hoping they can build on her a little bit more because uh, I, I really think that she can be a premier character in this new show. Um, I'm only, well, I'm up to date on all the episodes, so I, I eagerly await every week to hopefully see the next new show. Now, the only downside about these streaming shows is um, there's usually much slower, or much smaller uh, seasons. You know, back in the old days when a TV show was aired, it usually had like 24 episodes for the entire year. So it was like, here's the first part of the year, and here's the second part of the year, and then the new season starts. You know, and then I'm sitting there going, okay, that's great, that's fantastic, but these new shorter episodes, I mean, I mean, I, my thought is that if you're going to do that, then might as well just keep them going. Just find a way to record shows constantly. You know, keep putting them together so that there isn't a break. I, I no, I'd say no more than a two-month break. That's what my thought is. You know, break it down to where, um, you know, y you do the first half of the season, you take two months off, and then you come back strong in the second half of the season. None of these were going to be shut down for a year and a half, or we're not going to see anything for a year and a half because of this. And I actually think, and I'm not 100% sure on how they designed this, during that two-month hiatus, they should start another series um, having to do with something in that, uh, that, that universe. So, and this is mostly specifically designed around uh, shows um, that have big background universes, Star Trek, Star Wars, uh, you know, uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, I, I think that's the way it should be. Uh, I think that they should roll the first season and then just as the other season goes to go on hiatus, you start uh, you start it. Not exactly when it stops, but let's say two weeks before it ends, you start the new a new series or a new season of another series. And you let that one go. And then two months later, you bring in the original series again uh, that you're watching. Um, and then the the other series will go into its two-month hiatus, somewhere along in that line, uh, where they definitely need to overlap. If you want to keep your people 
interested, you've got to keep the storyline, the continuation moving. So, and it, personally, I would like it to where they branch off a little bit to where it's not so much um, prequel, sequel, original. But I really think that Star Trek uh, Strange New World uh, definitely brings back the kind of exploration that I really wanted to see before. It really brings out that, you know, their whole job is to explore the universe, um, meet new lives, uh, you know, gain new people, new friends, no foes. I, I suppose the Federation has plenty of foes and will at this term. But, you know, every time you see something new in it, I'm, I'm almost thinking of going, is that or is it this or is it this race? You know, there are, you know, you already know about many of these races. So my deepest worries are the fact that uh, it looks like there are 10 episodes in season one of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. So, okay, 10 episodes, not a big deal, right? Well, then I just realized the next episode that airs is on Thursday, and it's eight. It's it's episode eight. There's two more episodes after this week, and it's pretty much the end of the season. So I'm like, what the heck am I going to watch now? Now, I do understand there are new shows coming out on streaming constantly, and I'll be looking to see what's next big one that comes out. I'm a sci-fi fantasy type person. Fantasy's never been... Uh, a big industry um, for many of these uh, uh, streaming services and such, and they kind of just drop the ball. They either uh, they either go for broke, where they put everything they can into them, or they don't do them at all, or they do them in so half-assed it's not they just don't rate very high. I mean, I, there were series that I actually watched that I was hoping that would continue on. They never did. So, and I'm like, how can you even get? Um, attached to characters in these shows when the the series ends long before you even get a chance to really get into it. Well, anyway. Okay, so Star Trek's Strange New World, in my mind, is definitely worth watching. Um, Captain Pike, a fantastic character. Um, Spock, great job doing the character. Ohura, Great job! I enjoy many of the characters, but these are the ones that have popped up on my in my vision, you know, in my head on a regular basis. So, and Nurse Chapel, and they've got to got to got to keep some stuff going on 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 Nurse Chapel. I th- I think she can really really add to the um, extension of this um, series. Uh, I think she's got a lot of skills that she can do that. So. So on the, on that same note, um, my next show that I watch that I have that same feelings on is Obi-Wan Kenobi, Star Trek's Obi-Wan. So this is a, a show that kind of fits into a niche of what happened to Obi-Wan after he dropped off Luke to his, his uncle. Um, now Obi-Wan kind of just lived out in the desert and evidently did have an important mission before coming back and staying on Tatooine. So, uh, on on this note, um, there are six episodes in this series. Six episodes. 
we're not talking 16, we're not talking 24, we're talking 6. This is almost on the same scale as um, a Game of Thrones, I think, that final year. You know, they just didn't produce that May. Now, does that mean that, that it's going to be a said and done? Um, which we pretty much know what happens to Obi-Wan. Uh, he basically hangs out on Tatooine for pretty much his, the rest of his not life. Uh, and so I think this Obi-Wan series uh, will not be something that gets renewed. I think that uh, after these six episodes, it'll probably be done. Because, you know, is he going to be constantly leaving the planet when he's supposed to be keeping an eye on young Luke? Um, it doesn't make sense. So um, t to say, to keep to the storyline, I think that he's probably going to stay there on uh, Tatooine after this episode's all said and done. So, but I do enjoy it, okay? There's the, there are several characters that they brought back Hayden as Darth Vader. Um, and, you know, my thought is, is that, is he running around in that Darth Vader suit? Or did they find a stunt double to fit in? And he's actually only showing up to, uh, to do the videos of when they do flashbacks. Um, you know, because that's part of what I'm thinking is, is economically... Hayden's not in the suit. Economically, I think Hayden is only there when they do flashbacks in his original form. And then I think they have a stunt double doing the, the Darth Vader. And, of course, James Earl Jones returned as doing the voice of Darth Vader. So uh, I really think that uh, that's another reason why I think that it's going to be very short and it's only going to be the six episodes and that's it. Now, that will be depressing because, as I was saying before, and, and as the things, this is going to end, and when it ends, there's going to be a gap. So, I'm not quite sure where I'm going to go on that one. So, there are new shows that I'm interested in. Some are coming out sooner than others, so um, I hope to I'll find out and see if there's anything else there worthwhile watching. The problem is it almost seems to me that the shows that I'm watching or I want to watch, they're on different streaming platforms. So I just don't want to keep dishing out, you know, a few dollars here, a few dollars there for each of the different platforms. I'm sorry. It, it just, I really wish that they would put these platforms together you know, and um, minimize the cost because, you know, it's like cable. I, you know, you spend so much for cable to get these TV shows that you can watch that are on separate different channels. Now I'm spending, you know, a little bit here and there to do the same thing, you know, because the Hulu's got shows, uh, HBO Max has got shows, Disney's got shows, Paramount's got shows. Everybody's got a new show. Amazon's got their shows coming out. So how do you really get into it um, when you have to constantly be spending a little bit of money here, a little bit of money there, you know, and I hate to say it, you know, I started off watching Paramount Plus and um, I was excited, but outside of um, the Star Trek series, there's really nothing else on Paramount Plus that I'm wanting to watch. Um, there's no new shows, no astronomical new things that are coming out that I really, really need to see. Uh, and that kind of sucks because, you know, if 
if and when Picard and Discovery and uh, Strange New Worlds end, then I have no reason to maintain uh, my Paramount Plus subscription. So that's a heads up to every, any of you guys, um, and it's a heads up to the people that run Star Trek. You need to keep Star Trek universe expanding. You know, new shows. Um, you know, let's let's stretch out the crews. You know, so let's see where they're going from here on. You know, well, let's get some cross transfer. You know, where some crews find a way to make it onto a different ship. Now, right now, that's a little hard to do because you got three different shows that are in three different eras. You know, you got Strange New Worlds, which technically in the Star Trek uh, universe would be the first show because it comes before Captain Kirk. And then you've got um, Discovery, which would have been in that same category, but they jumped far into the future, so now they're far in the future. But then you got Picard in the middle. So you've got Picard going. So here's the thing, you know, how how do we keep these shows going? You know, let's uh, let's take Picard and even though Picard has moved on after his uh, third and final season which, you know, is this next season, so there's not much choice to to keep watching there besides Strange New Worlds and Discovery. You know, but uh maybe we need to take crews from a different ship you know, and put it on there. Another one that I thought would be is that I think MGM, um, who did uh, uh, Stargate, should get up on a streaming service. They need to find a way to utilize the Stargate universe also because that is another universe that really needs to be pushed further. You know, I've actually thought that they could have resurrected um, Stargate uh, universe um with a kind of a newer version by just making a few changes, you know, add in, uh, you know, a connection um, back to Earth to where new characters are able to be added in, you know, and maybe um, a, a new supplement of the of the ship so where they have bigger and better, you know, uh, abilities and, and more control and such like that. So I would love to see something like that. Now, I know I was just talking about the Obi-Wan and, and of course, as I said, Obi-Wan is six six episodes and we basically uh, have already seen five of them. Or no, four of them. So the next two episodes are pretty much done for that. So we'll we'll see. You know, once they hit those six episodes, we'll have to choose what we want to see from that point on. I also want to touch briefly on Ms. Marvel. Okay. I have to agree from what I see. Ms. Marvel it has to be the poorest, absolutely worst of any Marvel show that I've ever seen. And I I usually come into it with an open mind, but I seriously do not like this. A kid with superpowers, not with superpowers, she has something that gives her superpowers. So I am not I, I'm not excited over this one. Um, and I hate to make it sound like... I don't want to make it a race thing, but I don't like the ethical um, where it's a, a... I don't know. I just don't like the way it's going. This is not a show... I've watched the first episode. I've never seen the second episode or anything else because I have no interest in seeing it. You know, And I'm a big Marvel superhero type fan. 
Um, and I was excited a little bit for it, but uh, no. Um, not from what I saw from the first episode. So it's dropped off my radar hard and fast. So Ms. Marvel, no, not going to happen. So, I mean, I think that they should re keep focusing on Captain Marvel because I believe that character actually still has a lot of room to grow and a lot of room. And I'll move her from the movies to a TV series. You know, if you don't like her in the movies, hey, try her in TV. You know, maybe we can we will enjoy her on that. Um, so, so in this case, um, I would have to say, uh, Marvel, you um, you struck out on this one. This is definitely not something that I'm going to see going forward. Uh, hopefully, you'll come up with something new, fast and hard, um, to replace this that will um, pique our interest in the Marvel world. I mean, there are still things coming up. There got movies. You got movies coming out left and right. But if you don't get something out on the small screen soon, you're going to lose a lot of people's interests. All right, so enough about the shows that I've been watching. I want to quickly tell you about a game that I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing Ark. Um, it's Survival Evolved. Um, but I just call it Ark. Now... <clears throat> for the longest time I had been on my own private server and I enjoyed it. Now I'm on a friend server, which is kind of more like a public server. There are so many people in this game. <coughs> There's so many people playing on this server, it's just outrageous. I mean, there are little bases, bigger bases. They're popping up everywhere. You know, I tried to find a good spot way off the beaten path. And uh, I didn't find a spot good enough off the beaten path I need to continue <laughs> to look I may end up having to move my base entirely because uh, it is just scary um, how many people are there I never considered myself as an antisocial person but when I'm trying to do something in the game and and people are running past me on you know doing something on theirs or you get kids that are playing the game that are trying to do little practical jokes and, and things like that it just annoys the heck out of me. It does make me wish that I wish I had my own, my own server again. But until my income changes for a while, it's not going to be happening anywhere in the near future. So uh, I'll be doing my friend's server, and uh, it is it is just weird, um, you know, I, how quickly people get on my nerves. Uh, and I know it, it's a variety of different ages. I'm older uh, some of the people I play with are kind of older. They have girlfriends. They have their house. They have a, a, an apartment or something along that lines. But then there's a lot that are like, you know, very kiddish type um, uh, stuff that they're doing. You know, they just play games. They're practical joking. And I'm like, why are you doing this? <laughs> so I don't know. I need a, Maybe I need to take more... Um, more action as an admin um, and find a way to uh, kind of start enforcing the rules, making things a little bit easier, you know. I don't know. <laughs> but just thought I'd let you guys do This is what I do when I'm not gaming or when I'm not watching TV working or podcasting or going to conventions. Yes, I like the game. You can tell that you like the game because I, when... Uh, 
when something is over, when I come home from work, the first thing I do is check my dinosaurs, you know, because that's the way this game is. You got to make sure they have food, you know, they're being raised, and, you know, if you have mods, you got to make sure they're always up to date. Luckily, the server I'm currently on does not have modules. They are very plain Jane, which is also in kind of a nuisance in some case. There are a few mods that I really wish we still had, but, uh, in any case, I just figured I'd talk about that game because we do cover games on this and because Game On Expo is just around the corner, I want to make sure that you guys remember I game too. Uh, I am a gamer. So Con Air Radio, um, the guy Smash Tower is a gamer. There's a reason why I go by Smash Tower. That's been my tagline for many, many years. Uh, and I will continue to use it up until the day I die. I've got people that, you know, refer to me as Smash because they still don't know what my name is. And they, and they are people that I've associated with for many years. So it is, um, it is interesting. All right, so a quick list of my to-do list of what's coming up is, once again, uh, the first and very next thing that's really on my list is Game On Expo. And we are 45 days away for that. So that will be a very interesting convention. It is a digital gaming convention. I'm hoping to have a lot of fun. And I hope to have uh, a lot of photos and maybe some more interviews and see who I can get a chance to uh, get an interview with. Maybe I can reach out and get a celebrity. It would be really nice, wouldn't it? Well, we will see. But right after Game On Expo, I am going to be taking a small hiatus. I say small because I am going to go up into the high ground, up into the mountains, and enjoy some slightly cooler weather for a couple of nights. <sighs> Prescott, here I come because I'll be on my way up there the same weekend. So as soon as Game On Expo is done for me, I will be packing it up, packing my bags, and heading up into the mountains. So Sunday night, Monday night, and coming back on Tuesday. So I also hope to gather enough information, <coughs> maybe do a, an interview or two while I'm up there, um, so I can get some information for my second podcast, which is What's Next Arizona. So that will be the Prescott edition of West Ex Arizona. I can almost not say that too fast because I don't want to say it too fast. I'm going to be a tongue-tied. So, uh, you know, kind of look out for that. If you want to check out What's Next Arizona, I do have a few episodes that are already in the can. You can go to SoundCloud and look up What's Next Arizona and you can find them there. Or you can go to my website and get it to the link uh, what's Next Arizona. The website is smashtowerstudio.com. So you can go to smashtowerstudio.com and you'll see pretty much any of my main projects that I currently have or done in the past. Some of them may have been decent, some of them are long running, some of them have maybe entirely a big huge flop. And that would be a shot at my trying to write a book, which I actually still have the interest in doing. But um, <clears throat> I know I'm not very good. So if I go to side to writing again, I probably will end up having to hire an editor or somebody to come in and, and proofread my stuff and tell me how terrible it is and what I should make changes. But if you want to check out anything we've got there, just go ahead and click on smashtowerstudio.com. You can get links 
to both the different uh, podcasts that I do. My book writing is there, and my wife's and my crafting is there. So you can see some of the things we craft. And eventually I'm hoping to turn that into a merchant page also so that possibly things can be purchased from the merchant side or the crafting side. So you never know, but there is going to be something coming there. So so this is more of a touch base type podcast today. So we do have more conventions that are coming, um, but um, the bulk of the stuff that I have not received new information on so I have added the, uh, pre, uh, a, a basic date for Phoenix Fan Fusion for next year. I have been informed that it was, or it's going to be moved to the month of June. Um, so instead of May, it'll be June, which is kind of a good thing because there was another convention that was on the same date. So I'm hoping that maybe I can attempt to get to that other convention. If that's the case, it may be the first convention out of the state for uh, Con Air Radio, um, which is something I'm really, really dreaming to do, but uh, we just can't seem to find anyone that's <coughs> interested in sponsoring the podcast. And if we can, then that would be something that would help to get us to that location. There are several local conventions within a, a, a few states that I would love to start going to uh, on a regular basis. So if you know somebody who is interested in sponsoring a podcast or sponsoring my podcast, please reach out to me. You can reach me on almost all my social networks, um, but you can all definitely reach me on conairradio uh, at gmail.com. So yes, again, conairradio at gmail.com if you want to talk about sponsorships. Um, because, hey, sponsorship with my sh my shows or my network, which I've got two shows, so you can sponsor the either one of the two shows or both the shows, the entire network. There are options out there. <coughs> so um, also on the next note is we have that a preliminary, or no, we have Sabo coming up in September, which is not far after Game On Expo. So I'm hoping that I can get all my funds together so I can get into that one. Uh, I always love Sabo. Sabo is definitely one of my top uh, five um, conventions that I like to go to. So, you know, Phoenix Fan Fusion is one. Sabo is one. Uh, Game On Expo is definitely another one. So they're, they're high up in that list. So one of these days I may rate them and uh, put them in the, uh, a favorite list and put out my favorite list um, but I, I don't want just I don't want anyone upset at me because I like a specific convention more than another because each of these conventions hold um, different um, different um, desires you know I go to all these different conventions and they're not the same type of convention so we have anime, we have gaming, we have media, and I classify Phoenix Fan Fusion a media convention, not a comic book convention. It's not, um, you know, a specific. It's more of a media convention, and that's one of the things I really enjoy about it. So, all right, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up, guys. This is a very short one. Uh, I know that, and I'm going to hopefully get you some more information coming up um, next week maybe. But as of right now, this one is just going to be a short one. Uh, hopefully, we'll talk to you soon. And once again, if you get a chance, 
if you have somebody that you think that might be a good sponsor for us reach out and uh, send me some information on any of my socials or you can just reach me out to the on the email that I explained earlier smash tower or, or conair radio uh, at gmail.com um, and then hopefully we'll talk to you soon so also if you like what you hear on the podcast go to my social networks and follow and like and so that you can see what I'm doing so you can see what's coming up you know if I'm going to leave the state you'll see I'll, I'll add those locations on my calendar of events so that you'll see that I'm going to be heading out to a specific convention anytime you can find me at a convention come up and talk to me I'm a podcaster you can talk to me I will talk all the, uh, as much as I possibly can now I will tell you all right now I don't know a lot about anime so don't come running up to me um, talking about oh this carrier this show this carrier this show this carrier because I'll turn around and tell you thanks yep I'll talk to you I, I'm more here to support the, the, the con and if if I find a few characters that I can get into believe me I will start talking to them about them so there have been some anime shows that that uh, that I'm interested in I used to watch um, I tried the first season of um, um, Titans um, Attack on Titans and there are a couple of sh- oh, older ones that I used to watch um, that were way back in the day um, but I don't remember them a whole lot so I really can't talk about them much but you know I think I'll need to do some research and see what I can find out but on that note I'm gonna call it a day and we'll talk to you soon and as we say here at Con Air Radio we'll see you at the con I see trees of green Red roses too I see them blue For me and you And I think to myself Bullshit! What a wonderful world Where are you going? Going to pick a fight. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.